Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 687, for comics originally releasing November the 23rd and November the 24th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming out in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday... Drew, we've got No Way Home trailers, all kinds of cool stuff, and I'm sure there's a lot more in the world of comics. Man, that Spider-Man trailer was really good. I really ah, enjoyed that. They have taken Toby or somebody out of that trailer. He was there, I swear it. Yeah, I don't care about that. I just really enjoyed the way it was put together. You know, mm-hmm. it, it looked pretty neat, and uh, I'm curious to how the the multiverse angle is going to work and bring every bring all those characters in, and that's going to be fun. It's going to be fantastic. And yeah, because it's, it's weird because, like, Doc Off seems like a bad guy again. And, like, last we see, saw Doc Off was, like, fairly good. So there's going to be a reason. And I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, it really looked, it looked really good. I really liked mm-hmm. the look of it. And um, that was the video game Spider-Man, right? The one that we saw in the trailer with the, that was different Spider-Man, right? Nope. I, yeah, I'm not sure what was going on there. Yeah, so some some different Spider-Man. Hopefully, we get more of the Spider-Versey uh, type characters as well. Yeah. That'd be that'd be cool. Pull them in oh, there. Yeah. I'll take all I can get. Um, <laughs> but hey, we wanted to also say th- happy Thanksgiving to all of you. The enjoy your Thanksgiving this week. Um, we may or may not get a bonus episode out before Thanksgiving. Depends on uh, workload and stuff. So uh, this might be the only. Uh, Workload. You got an extra day off. Uh, what day? Uh, extra day off do I have? Thursday. I'm kind of cooking that day, dude. <laughs> I'm cooking all day. I I get up at the crack of dawn to <laughs> sh- stuff that bird in the oven. Cook all day for you, ungrateful, ungrateful we- family members. <laughs> you eat for 20 minutes. Lay, sleep on my couch watching. I do watching I do. TV. And then uh, fart and get a, roll out and leave, and then I got to wash dishes for five hours. So when am I going to do a podcast? <laughs> While that bird's are cooking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I could do edit a podcast real quick. That's true. Man. Well, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Podcast audience, this is called hitting a nerve. Because <laughs> I – okay, so we'll just see how it goes because I had – I did the combo today – of COVID booster and flu shot, same time. Ooh. Yeah, the the double whammy, and uh, couldn't find the Johnson and Johnson booster anywhere. They probably discontinued it, and had to go to Walmart to get it. I'm not sure if this. Did you lie to get it and just say you were? They said no. It's yeah. it's like everybody can get it now. It's like oh, okay. it's like the Wild sure. Wild West. You know, are you 18, breathing? Sure, come on in. You can get your booster. Yeah, it's 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 like comp- it's nothing like the first time. It was like really hard to get it before. Mm-hmm. Now, easy peasy. But I'm gotcha. not sure that the uh, like the inoculator was like top notch. She was kind of like kind of. <laughs> so it's just a it was a kind of a perfume bottle you just walked through. I, I, it could have been hot dog water in there for all I know. <laughs> I'm not even sure that it was legit vaccines. I think it was. I gotta. I'm gonna roll the dice that it was. There you go. But I gotta get inoculated. You know, get get all my. That's flu season's coming up, and you know you'll be sick most of it. So I gotta. I gotta be strong. Not with the flu though. Well, you get your your illnesses. 
Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I get what I get, but it's never the flu. It's just my general disease. I thought, isn't that kind of a mild flu, though? No? No? Because no? then it could be cured. <laughs> the flu is a very specific thing. Oh, yes. So the colds and it's stuff are not flu-related. Correct. Yeah. Can you have the flu but not have influenza? You can, right? Literally, flu and influenza are the same word. One is shorter than the other. <laughs> Man, did I even go to college? Mm. Uh, I don't even know. Did I graduate? I'm not sure. It took you seven years. It did take Dr. a while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Let's get out of this before <laughs> I say something else dumb. Let me say something smart, and it comes from our listener. Hey. Dear fellas, thanks so much for your mention of Huracan on their podcast. We more than met our goal, and business was brisk awesome. brisk the entire day. Our guests included Keith Williams, a DC and Marvel anchor, Michael Jan Friedman, Star Trek novelist and DC Comics writer, pop artist John Hart, comics historian Ken Gale, artist Will Torres, Jay Lipson and Brian Benjamin, and Star Wars Maze book creator Sean Jackson. Our raffle included original pieces by guests, an original Mad Magazine page, a signed and limited Mike Mignola Hellboy lithograph, and an autographed copy of Natalie Portman's Fables book. Ooh. An original piece of all the Warner Brothers characters by Virgil Ross and more. All were donated. But th That's awesome. Thank you again, guys, for helping to get the word out about Huracan, and Huracan will return in 2022. Superfan David D. David Donovan. That's cool. He sent some pictures of um, some of the cool stuff that he got. Uh, very, very nice. Um, That's awesome. So we appreciate that. Glad we could do a very little tiny weeny little bit um, to help, and we're glad that you were able to raise some money for your church. That sounds like a that was a cool cause, and we're glad to we were glad to support that in any way we can. Absolutely. Uh, before we hop into previews, uh, we do want to talk to you. It's Thanksgiving's almost here, ah. so this is this is probably your last chance to become a patron before we. We'll probably do something on Thanksgiving-ish, like right around Thanksgiving. Pull that, pull that winner um, for the November CGC 9.8 slab giveaway. Um, so you need to get in the next few days. You need to get uh, become a patron to get entered into that one. Um, you'll still be able to to go it later for the December one, but uh, we will be pulling that um, November winner uh, this week coming up. Uh, as we enter uh, into Thanksgiving and make it a Thanksgiving giveaway that hopefully we can talk about on uh, fr next Friday's show. Um, but that's not the only reason to to hop on Patreon and become a patron. Uh, you also get a part, be a part of our fantastic uh, Slack community, interact with us on a day on the daily, um, and chat about the go the comic goings on of the day, um, as well as. Early access to episodes and exclusive access to episodes and other items like a recent pre-sale of uh, Cowabunga's um, exclusive covers, which you uh, only our patrons had access to early, which was really very, very yeah, cool. What was the last one? Uh, can, where were we go from here? What was it? Oh, it, uh, oh, it was, it was like that. It was like a Patrick Gleason uh, from Spider-Man. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, cover. Exactly. It was really sweet. It looked, was it looked awesome. Yeah, it was like it was like the Spidey head web head, but mm-hmm. only it was the character from Where Do We Go From Here. Yeah, uh, that, that was, was awesome. That was pretty slick. Um, was it Where Do We Go From Here? Is that the right one? I'd have to look. What's up. the furthest place? Well, yeah, well, yeah, sorry. Was that it? Yep. I get him confused. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, tons of stuff, uh, tons of givebacks to the community, lots of free fun stuff and swag, and uh, you get to support us, uh, who you love, because we've been doing, since we started our Patreon, I think we've done like 80 episodes since we started our pa- our Patreon, so we've almost, almost doubled up on our output, and um, we wouldn't have been able to do that without without the, the patron support and, of course, Jason's contributions uh, to to all his great interviews. We've got some great interviews in the can right now. There's a there's a Kelly Thompson, uh, like an, almost an hour and a half interview with Kelly Thompson. Jason's talking to her over on the, and it's up on the Patreon, Patreon site right now um, that you guys will get to, to hear a little later. Um, so fun stuff like that. Um, go to patreon.com, look for Comics for Fun and Profit, and you can find and, and join at any tier to get entered in the contests and be a part of supporting us and be a part of our community so thank you for that now we got we got to hop on uh previews kyle because i see the dc connect for december is already out that means next week the new previews will drop so we've got to finish up this previews right now uh, yeah, and let's so let, we're gonna go through some uh, dark horse comics yes. maybe look at some idw's boom books but like right now we are in dark horse and we're gonna start with your boy matt Kent. He's here with Tyler Jenkins for Apache Delivery Service. Yeah, it does look pretty good. Um, and I do like Tyler Jenkins. I do like Matt Kent. Um, Jungle Horror Series. Yeah. I like that cover B, that Lawrence Campbell cover B. Yeah. Been a lot of Matt Kent um, lately. He seems to be really mm-hmm. prolific lately. Um I'm not loving this this Tyler Jenkins art in here, to be honest with you. Um, it seems a little sparse, but it is his style, I guess. So we there you go. can't you can't blame him for doing his style. Uh, what's that? Sword of Hiberion? What's that thing? That's another Mike Mignola. Mm-hmm. From the ancient warrior Gal Denner to Sir Edward Grey to the BPRD's ancient Howards. So we are in the world of Hellboy. Yeah. Still. Um, of course, Bendis has taken some of his stuff over there, so we've got another um, Joy Operations. Looks like he brought Pearl with him, so uh, from DC, and he's reprinting Pearl over here. It's interesting; I didn't realize he could do that. Mm-hmm. So even though he published it at DC, he can republish it wherever he wants, since I guess he owns it. I was gonna say there was probably some sort of time clause or some sort of thing yeah. this is everything reverts back this is the last issue of May's book being solicited um, a Jeff Lemire book and I, st- I have those stacked up I haven't read a single one of those yet I- am I missing out uh, anybody read that that you've heard of that's liking it Mm-mm, I haven't heard a word about it yeah, I've heard a peep also Critical Role the Tales of Exandria uh, is uh, finishing up fourth of f- 4 of 4 there you go. Just in time, they started their uh, their third session of Critical Role, so I've been listening to that on a weekly basis as well. So, oh, really? Uh, 
Pod- yeah, I very much enjoy their world building. This is the first season I've been concurrent on. Podcast, huh? Uh, YouTube's. I'm watching it on YouTube. It's uh, comes out on Twitch and YouTube, and then there is a podcast version as well. And you watch them play? Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Oh, Daisy, number two of five. Forgot what that's about. Let's call on Lorimer. The icon number two of four. Oh, yeah, that's the eight-foot-tall lady or whatever. Is that it? Descended from giants. Uh, Okay, so we just had the FOC for that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. More Harrow County. Uh, Killer Queens is collected in the trade. Putting the sass back in Assassin. Did you do Criminal Macabre? No. Okay. Wasn't sure. Where was that? Two page up. What's 107. Must There's have missed. The, the trade paperback for it, and I couldn't remember. Must have missed that. Yeah, it looked detective y or crime noir y, so I just. Yeah, usually, usually it's my wheelhouse, right? Yeah. You know, that's, that's all I got in Dark Horse, man. That was pretty bad. What is up? Maybe IDW can salvage us here. We've got. Uh, oh, we, well, we always want to say how good Usagi Ojimbo is doing, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's. Uh, this is Lone Goat and Kid. This is. Th- so what he's. So, okay. So now he's just kind of taking the early days and, like, relaunching them as mini series. Were they always multi issue? Do you remember? You never oh, read them originally, right? No. Me neither. Yeah. Presented in all new color, the next series of classic Usagi reprints refocuses on a series of important short stories from the early days of the Ronin Rabbit's adventures. So I wonder if in he's... This, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. In this first issue, Frost and Fire, Usagi is tasked with retrieving a slain samurai's sword if he can solve an impossible moral quandary first. So I guess he's just like maybe not going in chronological order. Maybe he's just like collecting what he wants to collect. Yeah, or just things that are thematic, or things yeah. that don't necessarily fit. He's just putting it in different places. Uh, Star Wars: The High Republic Adventures Galactic Bake Off Special. All right, we've officially jumped the shark, and I have no excuse or reason for the Bake Off. <laughs> wow, it's a ruthless Bake Off. It's really yeah. a ruthless Bake Off. You know, not all comics need to be for all of us, Kyle. Yeah. You know, let's put down your lightsaber, pick up your whisk. Yeah, and from the top shelf. But like, okay, not not everything's for all. Who's this for? I don't know. Housewives that like. Now here's the stupid thing. What if there's a first appearance of somebody in here? Well, you missed out. First appearance of flour and eggs. Yeah, exactly. No doubt. (laughs) <laughs> but you have to take a chance on the six dollar bake off special because they, like yeah first time they used a whisk uh, as a <laughs> lightsaber uh, oh and there's a okay hold on you're really uh, you're changing hold your mind on. now you're flip-flopping now hold on Blah 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 blah. It is team up with our heartwarming one shot plus Bake Master Yoda's pastries yourself with the recipe included in the back. Yeah. So Master oh. Yoda pastries. Exclusive. First appearance of Master Yoda's pastries. Yeah, we've we've yet to see uh, <laughs> the 
the cookbook of Yoda. Yeah. The ancient texts. <laughs> All right, somebody buy this <laughs> just so. to tell me if there's anything in there. <laughs> Not going to be you. And there's multiple... Is there, Yeah, there's a retail incentive cover as well. <sighs> okay. Jeez. All right, move on before I... I think you came around to... I think you got to put it on your order form at this point. I might have to. Huh. Okay, moving on. Uh, let's see. We've got a D&D book, Canto 3 book, G.I. Joe <laughs> hits 290, uh, Sleeping Beauties 9 out of 10, Penultimate for Kyle. Yay. A lot of My Little Pony, a lot of Sedgehog. Sedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I like to call him Sedgehog. <laughs> We're cool like that. Yeah. Then we get down to Star Wars Adventures, number 14. Written by George Mann and Justina Ireland. Hmm. Butch Mappa and Nick Brokenshire on art. I guess the Marvel people all get Charles Soule, right? All the Marvel Star Wars are Charles Soule. <laughs> sure. But the IDWs are other people uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 125 Sophie Campbell at the realm at the helm Ooh. still um, not a great cover mm -mm. Star Trek again multiple Star Treks lots of Star Treks Transformers what's that goo in the Transformers hand I am unaware of that one. I gotta know. <laughs> First appearance of Goo? First appearance of Goo. There's a lot of um, artwork to be revealed soon in this section. I'm very disappointed. Yeah. How about the best of Optimus Prime? Does that do anything for you? 100 pages for 6 bucks? Everything Optimus Prime does is the best. Or is it $7? So Comic says five ninety nine. The solicit says six ninety nine. Which do you think is correct? Six ninety nine. The higher price. It's always the higher price. Uh, and see, I like the fact that that Best of Optimus Prime is the exact same format as the Turtles ones were. Yeah. I just I like that. It collects number twenty four from the eighty four run. Number 23 from the 2009 run. Um, Chaos Theory Part 2. Uh, Transformers Autocracy Number 9. Optimus Prime Number 25. And Transformers Number 6 from the 2019 run. Were there multiple 20? Oh, there's the Trans... I'm sorry. The Transformers from 2009 and just Transformers from 2019. Ah, that's a really interesting mix of stories. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh. Uh, then we have Transformers Wreckers, Tread and Circuits, finishing up. A regular Yosagi Ojimbo. Oops, so that's continuing This is on. the, yeah, okay, so this is the chronological. The, yeah, the retelling of the original. In, in color, okay. Okay, I got confused. Uh, and then a bunch of games. And then Dynamite. 
where we got Hell Sonya. So Red Sonya as Hell Sonya? Yeah, I guess. So Red Sonya in Hell, I guess. There you go. Um, That's uh, a cosplay cover? Huh. There's some touch-ups done to that. The cosplay? Says cosplay. Yeah, that's probably not normal lighting. Uh, Panther? That's kind of rad. Panther is Tom Snaguski and Janine Ackeson with Igor Lema on, on art. Uh, it's featured in her own series for the first time in a decade. She's an Egyptian queen. Didn't really get any big names on the covers, but I like the covers, but just no real names. No, they're all kind they of pay for nothing. Kind of various hmm, variations on a theme there. Yeah. Interior art's not bad. Sometimes yeah. it's bad, but it's not bad. Um, got Vampirella, Unholy. Vampire, Vampirella Dracula Unholy number two. Those covers are a little um, higher quality. Art, art Germ, because they're like I said, they're paying Art Germ on and Rose Besh. Rose so Besh is spring. nothing special. Yeah, I'm not a. That's that's yeah. You wouldn't be able to tell Besh on that one. The uh, Art Germ is pretty dope. Uh, Evil Ernie, doesn't do anything for me. The Nirvana cover, those have done well, but this is the worst of all the Nirvana covers I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Dresden file. Yeah, it looks like like an actor. It looks like a dude. Yeah, it looks like an aged-up version of Seth Green. <laughs> okay. I can see that. Seth's agent would love that <laughs> if yeah. he got the call. Is he still doing robot chicken? Mm-hmm. No, actually, I don't know. <laughs> he may just be retired now. Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Yeah. I don't know what that retro cover is, but it's interesting. The race one? That's yeah. Cool. Elvira meets Vincent Price. Uh, Invincible Red Sonia number eight. Struggling, Kyle. We're struggling. <laughs> we're just moving right along. NYX. Plenty of rosebush there for you to drool over. Hey, let's see what we got here. Not bad. That's a good main cover. I like that. Yeah, and then bringing in some of the heavy hitters for these. Yeah, Merca. I like that Merca cover for Red Sonya 5, too. Yeah. Jay Lee doing um, Red Sonya, black and red. Black, white, and red. Some of these cosplayers I recognize. They've done multiple covers. Mm -hmm. They already got the outfit. Yeah, I guess. Just run it back. 
Purgatory, Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. Sheena was the one you were ruling over with the Rose Bash. That right? was the Rose Bash. And, uh, like and the cover B is a, another really good bash. I, that would be one to just have the whole series of Rose Bash ones. And again, I think the heat's off of her for the most part. You just like she's her. Still, she's still pulled back with that uh, Wonder Woman uh, black, white, and gold or whatever. She still hit hot on that one, but yeah, similar to uh, uh, what's her face. It's kind of yeah. The secret's out, unfortunately. Now on page uh, one eighty, uh, this is probably the pick of the the catalog and the ability to get comic book boards and bags. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> No, it says order them through your local comic shop. Yeah, yeah. nice try. Yeah, yeah. they don't We're got them. Advertising things that do not exist. Yeah. Down into our boom items, we have Cursed Pirate Girl, The Devil's Cave, number one, Jeremy Baslin. Huh? Look at the look at the art in Are, that. My God. Yeah, this apparently returns after five plus years. The long-awaited continuation of Cursed Pirate Girl. That is, um... Looks like tarot cards. The pages do. Holy dope. Holy moly. You're paying $10 for 48 black and white pages. Hmm. Oh, this is... This is the finished product? Yeah, it, black and white. So, you're paying that for 48 pages, and they're giving us 8 of those pages for free. No more than that for free. Yeah. They're giving us... I, I the details pretty nice though. It's, yeah. it's pretty, it looks good. Then we got Angel. Um, it's from the Buffy verse, right? I believe that is from the Buffy verse. Yes, Christopher Cantwell doing the writing on this. Um. Then Buffy is in issue two. So, mm-hmm. so okay, so Buffy gets a four issue series, and yes. Angel gets an eight. Huh. Can you explain that to me? I think we've done Buffy a few times, and Buffy has a continuing series. Oh, okay. So Buffy has I see what a you're continuing, saying. and she has a uh, the last Vampire Slayer mini four. All right, you're right. So why are we doing the mini four then? Because hmm. fans can't get enough. Just if you're down with Buffy, you'd know. That's why we got a couple of Fireflies going. That's right. Jed McKay still doing magic. He must not be able to get out of that contract. <laughs> you might like it. With that Moon Knight money. Uh-huh. A lot of Mighty Morphin stuff. Those negative space Mighty Morphin Power Rangers books are cool looking. Uh, I missed that on the first one. Oh, I see. It's an incentive, though. Oh, yeah. I, know. I didn't say it was worth it to buy, but yeah. Something is killing the children's slaughter pack. What does that mean? Oh, the first of three highly collectible slaughter packs. Something is killing the children one through five. Forty bucks. Each issue features a brand new exclusive painted cover by David Mack. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to double dip on that. So it's essentially you're buying a hardcover with five new covers. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's not just one of those covers. You get all five of them in there. Correct. Gotcha. 
basilisks, basilisks, that looks creepy. Regarding the matter of Oswald's body. I kind of like the Jer Jorge Fornes. I should have read that. That seems like a really cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all about uh, Os Lee Harvey Oswald, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. right. yep. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. The fourth trade for Once in Future. And issue 24. Seven Secrets. The one Tom Taylor I'm not reading. The one thing by Tom Taylor I'm not reading, and why am I not reading this, Kyle? Because you haven't believed in a boom book in a dozen years. Is that true? Mm -hmm. I like the I like stuff. I can't think sure. of anything off the top of my head, but none of these currently. Well, two trades and you can catch back up. Yeah, that's a lot though. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a lot for how much you're reading. Yeah. Yeah. What would what would have to go for me to read thirteen issues of that? Moon Knight. <gasps> how dare you! <laughs> and the rest of Boom is garbage. Yeah, and that's it. That's it for the mid tier. Nothing left but the back half. Yeah. We'll try to do that next week if we can. Otherwise, we might have to just leave this catalog behind. Because I think our orders are due this week, right? Coming up? If I remember correctly. Or maybe it's after Thanksgiving because of the holiday. We might get an extra week. I don't know. We'll have to see. Stay tuned. If only we knew how to read calendars and look at things. Perhaps. I don't even know if I have my order form yet. <laughs> do we oh, have it? I don't know. Do we have the order form? I paid very little attention. Yeah. So we're making all these plans and we don't have our order form yet. Maybe that. Maybe we should work on that. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, all right, Drew. So we've looked in the future to talk about the things we're going to make sure we order, but let's see what is heating up right now. Let's see what our good friends at Cover Price have on their top ten. Or do we do FOC first? Oh uh, no, you're first? right. Cover Price. All right, let's start with number 10 on our cover price books. Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood, number 4, the Dan Panosian 1 in 25. The 1 in 25 variant for this Deadpool series appears to be significantly under-ordered. Uh, they've been challenging to find in-stores and have escalated on the secondary market. Uh, $125 for a raw over the last seven days. Damn. That's pretty good. Uh, Walmart... Variants of the Moon Knight number three still going for thirty-one bucks for raw copies of that. They come in that multi-pack in your Walmart big box stores. Ooh, at rank eight we have Captain Britain in the MI thirteen number one from two thousand eight. This is a Marvel book. Staying away from spoilers due to a post-credit scene of the internals. I'm going to talk no more and say they're currently going for twenty-eight dollars for a raw copy of Captain Britain in the MI thirteen. Hmm. Is is the is the spoiler in the title of the book? Ah, well, you'll never know. Uh, At rank seven, Eternals number one from nineteen seventy six. We've talked about this book for a year or so. CGC nine point eight, eighteen hundred and fifty dollars. So high, but not as high as it was during the the spec times. Excuse me. At rank six, we have that dope Lieber Mayo thing cover. Uh you see them as high as 22 bucks, but for the most part, you can get them for 15 
uh, but still moving good on the secondary market. Please explain uh, to right. me their their criteria for including fair market value on some I things. Just, I don't know. I just think like if you're starting to see it come down and stuff consistently selling at one price, they're 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 giving it a fair market value. But like they, th- I mean, like they they don't even. Some things they just throw like the one high sale of a CGC, and they don't even talk about raws. They don't mm-hmm. even talk about fair market values. Sometimes they list the CGC, the raw, and the fair market. But I, I don't understand the rhyme or reason. Like, is there? There is not the consistency that I would prefer, but correct. But but, we're, but it's free information, so we should shut you got up. It. Yeah. At rank five, Avengers number six from 2010, a Marvel book. Speculation for Black Panther 2 has, in full effect last week, a loose rumor of T'Challa and Storm's son, Azari T'Challa, swirled around. Uh, his first appearance is in this issue and moved 37 copies on the secondary market. And just like you were saying, we know that it was $250 for a CGC 9.8, but no idea what the Rawls are going for. Did you know that T'Challa and Storm had a son? I, I had heard that before, yes. Okay, I did not know that. So I didn't read a lot of Black Panther, so I didn't know there that. And I don't read X-Men, so. It was one of those things I just saw on like a trivia card. Ah, at rank four, we have Avengers 62 from 1969, along with Azari's first appearance. Many various sites and YouTube channels have recirculated the possibility that Mbake, okay, taking the mantle of Black Panther and Black Panther 2, the first appearance of Mbaku, I said Mbake instead of Mbaku because they used a, they screwed me up. So 29 copies of CGC 8.0 going for $695. Sales are also still robust for Shuri's first appearance, as the market also favors her as a mantle, just FYI. Avengers number one from 2010, along with issue six's first appearance. So wait, so wait, so if it, okay, so do we anticipate that when the movie does leak and we find out who's taking the mantle, then all those other books, the bottom will fall out of them? Correct. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Avengers number one from 2010, along with issue six's first appearance of Azari, his first cameo appearance, had the most traction, with many early buyers thinking that this was his first full, moving 34 copies of that one. It spiked 188% from his normal on a CGC 9.8, almost $150. At rank two, we have X-Men Adventures number one from 1992. During Disney Day last week, it was revealed that a new X-Men 97 animated TV series for Disney Plus will premiere in 2023. This nostalgia and beloved series sent fans rushing to this first comic book version of X-Men 97 in this 92 X-Men Adventure series. If you recall, this landed on our top 10 list about a year ago when the X-Men 97 avatars were included on Disney Plus and many speculated that a new series would be in the works. Well, it was correct. This week, 53 copies of this sold on the secondary market at CGC 9.8 going for $400. However, most notable was a newsstand copy selling for a massive $800 for CGC 9.8. Now, you were too old for this series? You never watched no, it? No, no, no. I was 16 in, or in 1997. Yeah, you should have been driving cars and getting laid. What were you doing no, watching no, X-Men in 97? <laughs> so you watch this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, definitely. I want rank one, Strange Academy number 13, Arthur Adams. 
We're a big Arthur Adams fan, and it looks like plenty of other collectors are as well. This magic headshot cover was one of the most sought-after books last week and quickly disappeared from shelves. 43 moving on the secondary market. Uh, current FMV, $27, but we had a high $40 sale. I pointed this out as a really good cover. It was a really nice cover. I liked it, too. At rank 11, we have Marvel Zombies, uh, number one, from 2005. Uh, this sold 10 whopping copies and has a sale of 390 for a CGC 9.8 and 150 for a near mint raw. Um, War of the Realms New Agents of Atlas number two uh, from 2019. Uh, the first appearance of in the story of Swordmaster after he appeared on the cover of number one along with the other members of the team. Uh, Marvel has been quite favorable with Swordmaster, giving him a solo series, introducing him into the future fight video game, and including him into stories with established characters such as Iron Man, Iron Man and Shang-Chi. Uh, the issue sold 18 copies and had a high sale of 300 bucks for a CGC 98. Hmm. Moon Knight number one from 2006. Uh, we got snippets of shots from the upcoming Moon Knight series. A uh, very anticipated show, and already fired fire, was the, this Charlie Houston and David Finch series took Moon Knight and made him accessible to readers who hadn't read this character. It brought a whole new crop of fans to the character, and it's great to see it get some love. This week, it sold an additional eleven copies and a high sale of one hundred and fifty dollars for a CGC nine eight for the Charlie Houston series. That's crazy. All right. <laughs> Uh, Moon Knight 190 from 2017. Uh, we get we see a quick glimpse of a teenager, uh, most likely in the Moon Knight series. This issue features the first cameo appearance of Moon Knight's daughter, Diatrice, and the first Sun King cover. This possible introduction was enough for collectors to race online, buy up 15 copies, with a high sale of $27 for a raw copy. That gets you going? Eh, uh, that was okay, storyline. I mean... The Sun King. It was okay. It was an okay storyline. I don't. I don't know how it would translate. Uh, at rank fifteen, we have Avengers two thirty two from nineteen eighty three. This is the newsstand version. So this is this Eros is Star Fox thing. Um, Twenty two copies moved. High sale of a hundred bucks for a raw copy. Uh, the Eternals number three comes in at rank sixteen. This is from nineteen seventy six. Uh, this is the first appearance of Cersei. Uh, high sale of five seventy five for a nine eight. Uh, last week it was sold for seven hundred and ten dollars for a nine eight. So we lost a little bit of steam. We'll see if it continues to go downward or or stabilizes. Uh, rank seventeen, we have Marvel Premiere number ten. First appearance of Shuma Garoth from nineteen seventy three. Uh, the that character is rumored to be in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. So. We got a high sale of a thousand dollars, a thousand eighty dollars for a CGC mm. nine eight. Uh, Seventeen copies moved. Uh, rank eighteen, we have uh, Moon Knight number one from nineteen eighty. Uh, this one has a high sale of nine hundred and ten bucks for a CGC nine eight. So it's a thousand dollar book here pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, rank nineteen, we have Thumbs from twenty nineteen. This image book, uh, Todd McFarlane. Um, is launching this book 
or this into a series instead of Spawn for some reason. It sold <laughs> 22 copies and had a high sale of $25.68 for a raw. <laughs> you keep getting hung up on this instead of Spawn. <laughs> I don't understand. What, what's hotter? What's a hotter property he owns than Spawn? Yeah. Uh, rank 20, we have Werewolf by, by Night, number one from 2020. Uh, it was recently confirmed that Gail Garcia Bernal has been cast, and we don't know which one he's going to be portraying, but it's, they're betting on this version. So they bought 19 copies and had a high sale of $200 for a CGC 98 version of this that we 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 passed on, didn't we, Kyle? Mm-hmm. And we pass on that one. Like so. Yeah. Now, now it's time for a little FOC. Yeah, FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last little bite at the apple on things we may have missed during previews, which doesn't happen a lot, but sometimes. So this is us going back through. Maybe we get some art. Maybe we get some more knowledge about things and add a few things to our order instead of having to chase them down on the secondary market. We get a wonderfully curated uh, uh, list here from our good friend Eric at Cowabunga Comics and Deep Discount. And uh, I tell you, the, trying to find these without him on, over the last couple of weeks where things have been crazy with diamond and servers and stuff, these these nice little... Uh, yeah, nice to have the spreadsheet back. Yeah, yes. worth its weight in absolute gold for that. So we appreciate him. Um, for, the, for getting us those and uh, if you want to order FOC products or just get a list from Eric uh, find out Eric at Calabunga Comics let's start with our DC items hmm. I know what I'm most in, looking forward to is the Catwoman Lonely City number two mm-hmm. uh, the first issue was really really great so I'm psyched for this one um, and Cliff Chang covers are awesome I was going to say, I really like these covers. Yeah. Uh, square bound, oversized. It's really good so far. Art germ with the cover B on human target number three. Doing his art germy thing. It's an awesome looking cover. I love that. Holy Nightwing. We have a cover A. We have a Jamal Campbell cover, stock cover B. More Thirst Trap Nightwing. And then we have a uh, ratioed 25, a ratioed 50, and another ratioed 50. Uh, wow. Both of the ratioed 50 are connecting. So if you want to connect those two. It's like a 1 in 100 then. It's uh, friggin' expensive. <laughs> it's a lot. It's going to cost you a lot. Let's see, what what would you have to pay? 150 for? bucks for both of them. Oof. Oof. Yeah. And it's just... It's not that great. No. I do like the one in 25. We've seen them do these several times. But I yeah. like it. Refrigerator full of heads. Um, does a little spin on deer season. <laughs> yeah. Not very nice. Uh, you read any of this Robbins thing with your boy Tom, Tom Seeley? Tim Seeley? Uh, I'm, I am going to, but I have not. They, they will stack up probably three, and then I'll read it, and then I'll stack up the last yeah. three. Is what I like to do. We've got Thirst Trap Robin on this one as well. And then we got a Space Cadet from the Scoot imprint. 
child with big dreams uh, of going to the moon someday. Don't know who that is. Jonathan Hendrick and Stefano Cardoselli. I like these cover Bs for King Shark. This is another good one. It's not quite the uh, headshot that we got on the last one, but uh, I think it's really good. You like the B? I love the B. Huh. Yeah. Swamp Thing Green Hell by Jeff Lemire. Issue one. Yeah, this is another, was this another black label? Yep. Black I label. think I'll give it a shot. Since basically black label is filling my vertigo void. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's things out of continuity. Yeah, I'll uh, read that. Oh, what's in continuity, no. Kyle? I mean, can you even tell anymore? You know, I didn't want to yell at him. Just saying what the tagline says. Come on, don't take it out on me. Yeah. Continuity, schmottinuity. They don't pay attention to continuity until... Whatever. <laughs> it all matters or none of it matters? This is true. This okay? Is true. It, it, all, it all counts. It all happened or none of it happened. You can't have it both ways. So says me. I've squashed, right. <laughs> squashed this conversation. Sorry. Yeah, Didn't mean I to be like so aggressive. The, uh, Amazing Spider Man 85 Peach Momoko homage cover. Ah, I think it's cool. Who's that? Peach Momoko. On which one? Spider Man 85 Momoko classic homage variant. Oh, Spider Man. You're, you're out of DC. Yeah, because you already talked about a scout book, and then I didn't see anything else. I was, but I was in Lunar. I was in the Lunar. Oh. What you got from Lunar? That was it. I was in the Lunar. The oh, okay. Gotcha. That's where DC and Scout is. You got it. You were you were following the 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 spreadsheet directly. Yep. I see. I see. So when I went to, I see. I threw I threw a, a, a monkey wrench in it. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Normally, when we have this beautifully curated uh, FOC list, I use it. Right, but see, your internet's probably better than mine then, because when I click on the links, I have to wait a millisecond to look at the pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, look at that. Ben Riley gets his own book, though. Yeah, we were just talking about this today. I was talking about this with a guy at work who was talking about. Yeah, he collected books in the '90s and. You know, if Ben Riley blows back up, he'll be a happy guy. I said, well, guess what? Ben <laughs> Riley's got a series coming back up. You're lucky. You're doing some clones. Although, I didn't like the first Ben Riley stuff, really, so I'm not even interested in this. You mean you didn't Somebody, like the first series? Like the old clone series? Clone you, you didn't like that? Oh, okay. So we got more Devil's Reign, Villains for Hire. Okay, that's that interesting book. I don't see any of the good stuff. In, like, half the covers are missing from all the Marvel books. Wastelanders Doom. I'm curious if I'm going to like this Wastelanders thing. Should I just hop in and do them all? I mean, if you liked uh, Old Man, you're going to like Wastelanders. It's just a different way of saying the same thing. I liked some of them. I don't. 
I don't remember Hawkeye being that great. <gasps> How dare you? Yeah. Sorry about that. So, what is it? X lives of Wolverine or cross lives of Wolverine or ten lives, wives, lives. Have we figured out how to say it yet? No. shall see what Peach Momoko's interpretation of him is. I remember seeing it before. Oh, I actually like that. That's cool. Todd Knock. I want to check that one out for the one in 25. That's awesome. That's the old 97. Almost. Yeah, that's good. There's some good covers. We talked about Arthur Adams having some good stuff. It's just cloaked by uh, Dark Horse and Mike Richardson. He's a Mignola guy, isn't he? Mm -hmm. Come on, Image. Give me something. Give me something, Image. What you got for me? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> King Spawn will be doing well. Spawn Scorched is the big, uh, the big new one from the Spawn verse. When's that happening? Uh, let's see. Those come out on eleven twenty-two or no, uh, oh, twenty-two. There's Spawn Scorch. Or no, January twenty-two, January twelfth. There's Spawn Scorched right there. That's what it just said. November 22. Yeah. That's when our orders are due. And then the book actually comes out on January 12th. Oh, gosh. I'm dumb. That's why there's two of us here. Thank God. I'd be struggling. We don't get Todd McFarlane's art on that one. but Frank Quietly? Yeah. Wow, he's doing a Spawn cover? Todd hasn't done his yet. He's still thinking about it. I don't see quietly. Where are you getting that? It's, the, it's cover A. For Scourged? Yeah. It says Lee for me. Oh, yeah, when you click on it, it says quietly. Oh, the one right next to Righteous... Uh, Thirst for Vengeance? Mm -hmm. That doesn't say quietly for you? It says Lee for me. And then when you click on it, it says quietly in this list. Oh, wow. Interesting. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I'm look. I'm looking over on the preview site. Which, which says quietly. You are correct. Walking Dead Deluxe 29. Coming to Woodbury has been Rick's Grays. Gravest mistake so far. It's gotta love um, the fish tanks full of heads. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, the next sequel to uh, <laughs> yeah. basket full and basket refrigerator full. full. Yeah. We talked about this regarding matter of Oswald's body. It's actually not too late to really catch on. You can. You can go search out number one, and right here, uh, you can uh, put number two on your FOC. Yeah. 
This is Elias um, Black and White from Antarctic Press. Alias? <laughs> yeah, it is. Chuck Dixon's writing it. Mm. And this is, Kyle, guess what? Crime drama. Crime noir. And Batman writer Chuck Dixon's writing it. I like him. Um, yes, this is exciting. A woman introduces her new boyfriend to her family, unaware that he's being tracked by the FBI for a string of murders until it's too late. Oh. <laughs> yes, that's excellent. Behemoth coming out with Night and Janik. A very all-agey story, but looks kind of neat. Well, all agey, but a uh, cover B is covered in blood, so I don't know. So if you look at cover A, it is a sweet, happy-go-lucky cartoon story um, for all age children. If you look at cover B, it's blood and gore. Um, so I'm getting mixed messages here. Oh my goodness, Gun Honey. Which one? Which one? Which one? Uh, this one is the FOC Virgin. Ooh. It's very nice. Mm, yeah, Alex Ronald. Looks like there's multiple versions of that one. That's the one to have, though, I think. Yeah. Well, he's doing... That's essentially the cover A. Yeah, it's the cover A. Cover A is the one to have. Yeah, it's pretty great. This is the final issue. Until For they do... that I swore would just be a flash in the pan at issue one, and it was just because the artist um, has brought something to the table every single, week, every single release. Yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. All right, Drew. This is the point of the podcast where I ask for your FOC of the week. I'm going to go with alias black and white, or as I like to say, those that are, us that are in the know, Elias, Elias black, black and white. white. <laughs> um, from who was it from? Uh, Antarctic Press, seven issue series. Get it on the ground floor. Going to be under ordered, low print run, and those. Crime noir people out there are crazy. Yes, crime noir people. Chuck Dixon, what's not to love? Um, there it is. Okay, I was right. So I am going to go with the X Lives of Wolverine number one, the slimy classic homage variant. Which is kind of a super weird 181 homage. Um, but I think it's enough to get people to seek that one out. It will be overordered, but I think it will be sought after as well. I didn't think you liked that one. I didn't, but I think people will. It's one of those things that you're like, huh, interesting. Uh, yeah. So. I, I think you're totally wrong, but I think, I think it's ugly. The one thing I want from you is your approval. You should. Moving on. I'm glad you. I'm glad you want that because it's 
gonna withhold it. All right. Now that we've looked at things we need to order for the future, like a, let's look at the things that are popping off right now. Let's go to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com. Look at their hot 10 for November 19th, 2021. And number one, Deadpool, Black, White, and Blood. Number four, the Dan Penosian 125 variant, just like our cover price friend said. Doubling in price this week up to 110 or more dollars. This one may be turning up in and be a monster. Very few available still, even at this price, and it continues to rise. Having that first domestic Sakura spider appearance could prove incredible as the manga wave is selling. Hmm. At rank two, we have Dark Rain Zodiac number one. Still in dollar bins. It is now selling for between 30 and 40 dollars. Not sure where the heat came from on this one, but clearly someone out there is speculating on the first appearance in this book. It's a very dark-themed cover, that's for sure. At rank 3, we have Spawn 165. Was a 90 or $100 book raw, now is 130 to 150 It was only a matter of time on this book. Such a gorgeous cover. Capullo needs more recognition than he's getting. At rank four, we have Profit, number one from 2000. We have the Todd McFarlane variant, um, $150. The Todd Father Strikes Again, <sighs> not really our favorite Todd McFarlane cover. Looks like a weird head laying there. Being from an odd publisher and from 2000, I would speculate that locating a copy wouldn't be very easy. So super rare Todd McFarlane variant. At rank 5, we have House of Slaughter, number 1, second print, red foil variant, limited to one per store. Between $40 and $50, with a print run as high as it was, collectors will be looking for anything that might be limited or rarish. We still need to pick this up to read. Street Fighter, number 1, from 2021, this is the one that just came out, Gabriel Delato Virgin variant. And that is my boy Ken on the front cover of that one. Limited to 400 of these. 85 to $100 for the two-book set. Del Otto is just awesome, like Alex Rocks. He just doesn't put out anything bad. Whether you want the Ryu or Ken cover, you won't be disappointed. So the two-pack is one Ryu, one Ken. Oh, nice. Drew, this one's for you at rank 7. Mark Spector, Moon Knight, 55. $150 for Raw, 9.8s or $400. I, for one, am really intrigued by the Moon Knight trailer. I remember this book being hot back in the 90s and was really the first time I had ever even heard of Moon Knight. Add this one to the list of forgot to buy when it was affordable. These really aren't that affordable. These are the Stephen Platt uh, mm -hmm. low print run end of the series um, Mark Spector Moon Knights. So they're all high. They were already high. They weren't $150 high. Have but, you ever had this book? Oh, I've had them all. Yeah, I've had all of these, and I've sold all of these <laughs> multiple times. There you go. Yeah, good times. I just got a text from a friend of mine, well, our friend Derek, who said, Ooh, you have to watch Hip Monkey um, at rank 8. Hip Monkey, number 1, 2010, second series. 25 to $30. Audience score is really high, 91% for this show. I don't have Hulu, but would love to watch it. That being huh. said, I guess the one-shot is out of our price range for a lot of people, so this would be the backup option. Wow. I wonder if it was any good. There you go. 
At rank 9, Star Wars High Republic Adventures 10, Nicoletti Baldari 1 in 10 variant. I pointed this out, but I'm not allowed to pick it for anything because it's 1 in 10. $20 uh, on a more active week. I don't think this one would make the cut. This week it does. I guess some people like this cover. I friggin' love that cover. Yeah. At rank 10, Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, number 1. The Shikari variant, limited to 500 copies. 50 bucks. Twenty dollars to buy it in, but that would be in Canada. There are so many covers for this issue, but all the haters, they've done studios that show sixty percent of the time dynamite strategy works every time. So there are people buying these. Yes. Honorable mentions, we have Bionicle number one. Huh. It was about thirty five dollars. Do we know why? Nope. Have we stopped trying to figure out why some of these books sell? too late to figure that out that's an old a dc book number one of a three issue series for bionicle number one starting to go up crazy yeah and from our way back machine chamber of chills number 19 oh boy was waiting to see what this went for the highest graded copy a 9.6 sold last in 2005 for 1063 dollars black cat Sold it this week for $102,000. So mad at my wife for not letting me trade that. <laughs> of all the homages cover, which is your favorite. Yeah, we have seen a few of those, haven't we? Yeah. Okay. Chamber of Chills 19. $100,000. Dang. Dang. Yeah. That's crazy. And you could have got it for 1000 bucks in 2005? <laughs> yeah. That is a Good heck of an investment. investment. Oh my Good goodness. Time. That is crazy. All right. So let's go look at uh, Sneak Peek. Sneak Peek. And next week is where Drew and I come and tell you what you got to run into your local comic book shops next week and pick up because it's going to be killer. Better start in Lunar because uh, did you read uh, Aquaman Green, Green Arrow Deep Target? No. Fun. Fun book, okay. very surprising. Uh, I really liked the little uh, mix-up, and uh, it was really kind of a cool, cool pairing so far. Only one issue in, of course, um, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, it was fun. Very cool. The Jenny Frizen Catwoman is lovely. It'll do well. <laughs> I finally got to read DC Vampires. Um, good. Good. Not, go. not as good as uh, the Dark Ages book, but it was still pretty good. Matina with two great covers coming out this week. He's got that yeah. vampire, DC versus Vampires cover, B card stuck there. And then he's got another great looking with Deathstroke Incorporated. Just, ugh, so good. And then Lee Bermejo on the Detective 1045B is awesome as well. Yeah, really nice. You can get the local comic shop day version of that. Mm, yeah, each one silver foil. Oh, man. Those are nice. Robin, number eight, cover beast Francis Manipole's cardstock's cool. I don't even know who it is, but it's cool. And then Harley, Dark Chew, still doing great cover beats for Harley. Man, I'm, I'm liking the DC covers this week. Mm-hmm. Superman, Son of kel number one, going to a third print. Number two, going to a second print. Number three to a second. Number four to a second. All of them to a second print. They're kind of doing a uh, 
an off-white where they're uh, all the background images they're taking the color out and they're just having the only color on the page be Superman so that might be worth grabbing all four of those as a theme set if you're uh, if your place is getting them that's kind of rad it is pretty nice Task Force C another pretty good uh Debut, so I'm interested to see how that second issue stacks up. That was a good one, too. And Wonder Woman Black and Gold number six. Uh, doesn't look like any of these covers are going to pop like that uh, right. special. Once again, Drew and I are going to cobble together the rest of our uh, stuff. Yeah. Here. This, this time we're going to Midtown to look at their uh, collection of new releases for the 24th. Yeah, you want to start with Dark Horse, or how do you want to do that? Yeah, let's just start top and work our way down. All right, looking at our Dark Horse book, we have we have we have the same problem we always have with with Dark Horse. Well, there's Joy Operations. There you go. That's a new number one uh, with uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Stephen Byrne. So we just talked about that at the FOC. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed his launch when he brought it, brought all his creator and stuff over to um, DC. I enjoyed those books, so I'm, I might try this. There you go. Julie Operations looks kind of interesting. So, but no, they didn't sure. do enough to like they weren't spec worthy. Yeah. Uh, but they haven't been optioned yet, so. IDW books. Star Wars Adventures. I like the cover B. Uh, that's pretty cool. How many, um, How many IDWs are there? <laughs> Twenty-two. Okay, I, I was looking at. I saw the Indies, where it said one hundred and forty-three, and I saw, and then I conflated that with IDW, and I thought, oh my goodness, <laughs> IDW has that many. Yeah, some neat looking covers. I like the Transformers cover E for number thirty-seven. It's a good looking cover, but nothing else that really piques my interest. Although. Star Wars Adventures Annual Cover B, the Jason Liu variant. It's very interesting. It's the multi-floored level, and it's a cool-looking cover. Uh, nothing else from IDW for me. Let's check out our friends in Image. Decorum and Echo Lands, and there's Friday, which um, that should have been what I picked up for local comic shop day instead yeah. of the uh, Walking Dead. I should have picked this one up instead. That was a mistake. <laughs> Girl Scouts Go Stone Ghost number one. This is not the first time Girl Scouts have been around, though, right? We determined. Correct. This is the second iteration. Mm hmm. See what Marvel has to offer, if anything. 
Amazing Spider-Man 79. Not a bad looking cover B. Some cool Black Panther. Got an issue one there. Of course, Alex Ross doing the regular cover A, so it's going to be hard to pull off that one. And then uh, we got a new Hawkeye series, Drew. So, oh yeah, not down there yet. There it is. Oh, oh the the Kate Bishop. Yeah, I really so like she's... the the covers. Look great, all of them. Yeah, a lot of them are really great. And just I'm springing for the incentive, but it's kind of neat. We don't know much about this Marietta Nijkump, um, so. Well, I'm curious what her writing style is, yeah. um, but who's doing the covers here? Phil Noto, Ted, Not Todd Knock, Eden Balam on the, or I'm sorry, Phil Noto on the cover C, which is my choice. Yeah, that's that's a great cover. Yeah. Um, I, I'm curious about the interiors um, too. So um, I ordered one of these because I was I'm still excited about it, but. Um, all right, Drew. I like this. I think this Hulk series is going to be something. I do. I liked the Peach Momoko a long time ago when we talked about it during previews. I like it. Oops, I just killed everything. So, one second. Um, I'm looking for it. I don't see it. What? Which one is it? The Hulk cover. Hulk, Hulk. and it's and it's Peach Momoko. Hulk number one. Oh, C. number one. Yeah. Um, but then, did you see the price on the blank? <laughs> um, blank is the blank is the incentive. That's so the weird. Purple cover is a hundred and some odd dollars or whatnot. So that's just crazy. That is so strange. Why would you do that? Now there's the regular blank cover that's a regular stock, but then just this purple cover. A lot to pay for. <laughs> that is that is nuts. Yeah. But uh, I may actually read this Hulk series. I don't know why. I've heard nothing but I've heard good things, and a lot of people think it's just gonna be something pretty dope. So. Yeah, I mean, he people really enjoyed his his Venom run. Exactly. So let's get it on the ground floor, right? I th I, I mean. You made so much money if you just straight up bought that last Venom run. Why would you not do the same here? Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Life Day number one, the one shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it could be something there, right? Yep. And then we have, uh, uh, from our friends at Dynamite, we've got that. Interesting Barbarella homage to uh, TMNT, uh -huh. which I think is, I don't know, man. It's, they did could, a bunch of them. Everybody could, did one. Could be cool. Some of them were cool looking, some looked stupid. Yeah, this like is pretty, I thought this one was pretty spot on. But. Yeah, that one's pretty dope.
a lot of red Sonyas. We really enjoyed that uh, Carla Cohen variant. Mm-hmm. That was Eric's pick uh, when we talked oh, about yeah, that that's right. a long time ago. Oh, yeah, you're right. The Red Sonya's doing a TMNT as well. Now let's look at our indies. Ooh, what is Billy Boy? Ugh. That's bad. Uh, that is not for me. Yeah. Fathom the Core. From Aspen. It's their underwater book. There's Good Boy, which was um, an FOC pick for me a few mm -hmm. weeks ago. Uh, Source Point pre Press book. I get to see the cover B this time, which also looks pretty good. Health Switch. Slaughter, number one, having a local comic sh shop day second print. That's interesting. Yeah. Tons of jungle fantasy. Can't even see the covers there. That's probably for the best. Yeah. Uh, let me get through them all. Jesus. What's get it? A hold of yourself, boundless. So many. You just keep going. Holy smoke. That's why there's so many indies. It's all Jungle Fantasy covers. Are you kidding me? Is that all it is? Is that yeah. the, Okay, there's there's some other stuff. Holy smokes. Lady Death Chaos Rules, number one. The League of Extraordinary Corona, one shot, from Aardvark Vanaheim. Still too soon. What is... Corona. <laughs> uh, seventh issue of Marjorie Finnegan, Temporal Criminal. That's awesome. Mr. Tonic, Even Death May Die, number one. It's a one-shot from Aftershock. Mutiny Magazine, number one. From Fair Square Comics. With a Gene Hawkeye. I like that Gene Hawkeye cover. Multiple covers there. Was that Never Never You Enjoyed? Mm hmm. From Heavy Metal. Yes, that was great. Radio Apocalypse, we talked about a little bit of that one um, back in the FOC realm. Oh, and there you can get the, regarding the matter of Oswald's Body, number one, the uh, local comic shop day. Mm hmm cover from boom so you can get caught up Kyle there you go tales from the dead astronaut number one it's Jonathan Thompson Space monks on living are living on a tree in space. Okay. 
a megalomaniac man of steel leaves horror in his wake slowly decaying after okay 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 <laughs> interesting also from source point trash and can it disposable heroes and turkey day number one a one shot source points never had this much stuff out same week it's crazy What's wild bullets? All right, I want to look. I want to click on one more. Don't don't disappoint me. Source it's point. Drumroll, please. Deeply dysfunctional bullet family has recently agreed to meet up for Thanksgiving, and of course, there's a murder. Who's behind it, and can the bullets get along enough to save their skin? Are we supposed to know who the bullets are? Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, Winchester Mystery House. Is that the one you were asking me about? Whether I read that? No. It's a different one. I don't know. No. All right, Drew. This is the point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What's the one thing to make sure you grab and put in your back pocket? Because it's going to make you some money. I am banting around between three Marvel books, Drew, and that has never happened. Yeah, I did. I did big two last week, so I'm going to go Joy Operations uh, from Dark Horse, the Brian Michael Bendis book. There you go. I, you know, uh, there might be some heat on this Hawkeye Kate Bishop series, and I like the cover C. Um, I like the incentive cover C for Star Wars Life Day, the one shot. I think that's a good one. But I'm going to stick with my Peach Mocha Hulk cover because I think this is going to be the next Venom series and you want to be in on the ground floor of it. Pick up cover A and pick up this cover C because it's just very unique. I love it. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, I would have... If I was going to go big two again, I was going to go Hawkeye. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is a good call too. So you're you're saying go with the cover C. The Momoko cover pick C. Pick up an A and a C. You want this cover C. All right, but what's your pick? Cover C. Cover C. But I think A is going to be the more value one, but I lo- I just I love this C. Which one do you want me to put in the show notes? Cover C. Gotcha. <laughs> Excuse you. Hiccup. And scene. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself through our sneak peeks through all of our fun stuff. Happy Thanksgiving, uh, y'all. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody, and we're very thankful for all of you for listening. We appreciate it. For Drew and myself, see ya.